0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. And it was the Atlanta Hawks with a 110 88 win in Game Four of their matchup with the Milwaukee Bucks last night at home. That series is now tied two games apiece. The story going into that game was the injury to Trey Young and him being out. And the story coming out of that game is obviously the knee injury suffered by Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks. No structural damage is reported earlier today. He's doubtful for Game Five, and his status remains up
1: in the air moving forward. So, first off, assuming that holds, the the no structural damage, uh, you know, whereas it's, I mean, that's true, it would seem, but it could be, I guess, in theory, something really bad otherwise, uh, you know. But assuming it's not really bad, that's a wonderful thing. Because when you have an injury this far into the season, you know, at the very end, uh, one of those 10-month injuries, especially with the way the uh, season is going to get back to its normal kind of times of the year. It's later this year than it typically is at this stage of the playoffs. You know, could be something that he was out past the beginning of the playoffs next year. So to have a two-time MVP, you know, still getting better, not have to miss an entire regular season, you know, just helps the game and helps the fans. So obviously a good thing. <laughs> Let me ask you, because There's the phenomenon, Jonas, of, oh, look, everything looks great. At the same moment, as I said in the open, that Atlanta felt so bad or Atlanta fans would feel so low, it's the same moment that the other team has a chance to become complacent, has a chance to lose that eye of the tiger. Before the Giannis injury, what did you see on the court? Oh, Milwaukee looked Terrible. I mean, it, from just... from what though? Lack of effort? L- Laughter? I mean, I,
0: I don't. I mean, I, I don't know because I, I I would just say that in the same discussion was being had on TNT afterwards, to which you know even Kenny Smith was saying, "Look, it, it looked like a lack of preparation. They just came out and looked flat. They didn't look like a team who wanted to seize an opportunity with the best player on the opposing team being out. Up two games to one, you get that game. You put them in a stranglehold. I mean, that that's you know that series oh, yeah. is a wrap." Um, especially with Trey Young being banged up like he is, and they came out and they just didn't look like they were ready to go. So even even if Giannis wasn't injured, I still think Atlanta wins that game.
1: No, and, and I think by most accounts, that was my take, and others was that, yeah, Atlanta was on the way to winning that game. And, and let's not forget something. To be a uh, upward, almost a 10-point home underdog, In the conference finals, I get it. You're you're leading players out. But, I mean, and the playoffs are different. In a way, playoffs tend towards bigger lines just because, in theory, the favorites motivated. Though, in this case, it didn't seem so. And and this gets into the butterfly effect of all this. So, Milwaukee's game planning, their scheming, their X's and O's, I'm not in a position to judge an NBA coach, but those who feel comfortable doing it and are quite bright about it, I don't think I've ever met a real X's and O's NBA person that was a fan of Milwaukee and the way they're coached. I, I mean, have you? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's sometimes you'll hear like, oh, he's, you know, like Kingsbury with Arizona. You hear a lot of people down on him. Others are up on him. But this is almost like to a man Jonas, and then even McKenzie, I mean, can you name one wonk, one hardcore analytics person that say, yeah, hoser is our guy?
0: No, it, he seems like the guy who's going to be the fall guy. If this goes the way that that it may go, and they don't win an NBA title, it feels like hoser is going to be the guy to go.
1: But fall guy, at least to, to me, implies that it's unjustified, that they're taking the fall, maybe they shouldn't. but. It feels like that if if the experts are right about it, then Milwaukee's coaching is a major problem.
0: Yeah, no, it just that has been the conversation that Mike Budenholzer, for whatever reason, it's either not making adjustments, yep. not getting his team to respond. It just has not worked in big time critical moments for him.
1: Mackenzie, you are pretty close with the uh, analytics community in the NBA. Uh, can you think of a person you respect that's a big fan of the Milwaukee coaching?
2: No, not a one. It seems like a nightly tradition to talk about everything that Coach Bud did wrong. One thing that was recently said by the Ringers' Wozni Lambry is that with a young team, with a team that's not like the Bucks, that's inexperienced, his simple coaching style can be effective. But when it comes to the playing The playoffs and all that nuance, nobody seems to be a fan.
1: And, I mean, to some degree, Thibodeau falls into that category, though with him it seems to be more that he plays them so hard in the regular season. But this year especially, and against Atlanta with the Knicks, it was a a lack of adjustment. And what we're seeing, and we're going to do an extended preview on the Clippers' Suns, and the Suns favored in that game, favored, on the road. Uh, Ty Lu is a maestro. I mean, again, I can't say, oh, wow, they got a shooting stretch four, and then on defense, they're doing the drop, cover it. Uh, I, I listen, and I kind of hear the conclusions, uh, and I'm trying to learn the concepts, but uh, with to a man, because listen, on Twitter... You know how they said in Philadelphia they booed Santa Claus or threw snowballs at him? <laughs> I mean, imagine what they do on Twitter, right? So, to me, the question isn't, is somebody critical? The question is, is someone not critical? Because there's going to be people critical regardless. I mean, you got uh, Bill Belichick getting laughed at by people. So, that should tell you, just stop. You're not better than Belichick at whatever you're doing. I don't care who's listening belichick's the best of all time at football and he's got people not only just uh what do they call them the eggs the, in their mom's basement not only that crowd on twitter but like serious people like at some point if bobby fisher disagrees with you about chess you got to wonder not why bobby fisher's wrong <laughs> but what you're missing And if Belichick disagrees with you about football, you gotta wonder what you're missing. But you know, there's, I mean, I love PFF, but you got you know people critiquing Belichick left and right. It's like I get maybe in a vacuum you're right, maybe. But do you think you maybe Belichick knows certain things about the Patriots that you might not that would (laughs) that might sway the conversation? So yeah, criticism's easy, but usually you're gonna have. The defenders, it might be 60-40, it might be 40-60. I don't know if it's even 95-5 amongst those who know. And I've heard people, serious people, say, you know, I'm. Uh, if I was a Milwaukee fan, I wouldn't want them to win the title this year because if they do, they're going to retain Bolton-Hoser and because of that, it'll be not worth the one title. It's like when someone's that bad – they're worried they might win it this year because they, they'll keep them. I mean, that's bad because, let's be honest, how, how many teams are winning more than one title in a decade? And, you know, you think you'd take the one, but he's that bad. And back to the butterfly effect, Jonas, is, you know, there's the movie. It's the concept of you stop to get a soda, and if you didn't, you would have got hit by a car. And you don't get hit by a car, so you go on to be the father of someone who's the father of a woman who's the first woman president, or whatever. It's like, you just don't know if one decision, and we don't know those decisions in our past, that if we would have done one slightly different thing, what would have happened? You know, be at a billionaire or maybe be dead. And what we know is if Milwaukee had come out playing with more fire, odds are, in fact, it seems almost certain that Giannis wouldn't have been in that exact situation at that time. And I know that you can't blame, you know, you can't look and say, well, it's the coach's fault then. But really, talking here honestly like we do, that makes a ton of sense. Is they were playing a certain way, they got behind a certain amount, and that confluence of events led to Giannis getting hurt. And if anything else had been different, chances are Giannis wouldn't have been in that spot and wouldn't have gotten hurt. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
1: app. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to walk through and look at the odds. And we're going to say, okay... What do they tell us about Giannis? So let's start with game number five. Giannis is doubtful, officially. So let's assume he's not playing. Jonas, have you seen this line? Uh,
0: I've seen it. I'm looking at
1: it right now. Okay, no, I was just going to guess. So an average, if these were even teams, if these were even teams with Giannis out and still the uncertainty of Trey Young. So I think that, Most people that I hear, that I talk to, are saying they expect Young to play, though he very well could be less than 100%, which seems kind of where I'm at. So let's assume that. So what is the line, McKenzie, currently on Game 5? Bucks favored by two points at home. Okay, so home court advantage, ah, probably two and a half. Probably two and a half. So what we're saying here is, that with the Trey Young uncertainty, but likely to play, that the Bucs or that the Bucks are slightly less good. So Atlanta is slightly better than Milwaukee. So forgetting the numbers, Jonas, if I say Giannis is out, Trey Young is 48 hours after missing because of an ankle. Who's the better team? What do you say?
0: Uh, I would say, oh man. Probably Atlanta, and and I would say leaning towards Atlanta just because of their success on the road so far in the playoffs this year as well.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a fair statement beyond how good the teams are. So I think that's right. Okay. If Trey Young were healthy, like no injury, I think that was way short. I'd be gobbling up, meaning – uh, that, that would be way good for Atlanta. I'd be gobbling yeah. up Atlanta. To me, the Trey Young uncertainty is the key. Remember, he only had three points in the fourth quarter after he got hurt and uh, the team did very poorly. And do we the fact that he didn't play in the last game, we can make the case that yeah, that, the fact that it was a late scratch means it's a good chance he'll play, but it also means he was hurt so bad that this guy that seems to be a pretty tough cookie is he's saying, I can't go. And he had no idea they would win. Had no idea Giannis would get hurt. It was almost giving up, not giving up, but it was almost kind of conceding the season by, by not going. So he must be hurt badly. And yeah, maybe he'll come back. I think he likely will, but he's going to be hobbled is my strong guess. So this line I think is right under those conditions. Now let's look at the series price. So if we're saying that this is so fascinating because if Young gets better faster than Giannis, that would be one thing. If Giannis is out for the rest of this series, it'd be another thing. Let me ask you this, Jonas. From what you're gathering, and you follow these news reports on injuries a bunch, what would your guess be on Giannis' return?
0: Uh, I would say... Possibly game, I I would say a game seven if absolutely necessary.
1: So if you hyperextend – so they're calling it a hyperextension? Yeah. So if if there's no structural damage and it's a hyperextension, isn't that going to be a, an injury that there's a standard return time? That, like, hey, that injury usually takes X period of time.
0: Yeah, if this feels like one of those injuries that if this was the regular season, just as precaution, he would miss some time. If, if you remember, I think it was back before the pandemic, before everything got shut down. You remember when he was playing – there was a, uh, a, a three-game – there was a weekend set to where the Lakers were playing yep, the Clippers yep. on a Friday night and then they got Milwaukee or Milwaukee on a Friday night and the Clippers on a Sunday and then two days later everything got shut down in that Friday night game Giannis suffered not nearly as bad of a hyperextension but he suffered a little bit of a, a tweak to his knee and the thought was because I remember we were talking about it on the air that mm-hmm, Monday mm-hmm. how that would impact you know does that have any impact on the odds and and they were going to play it safe and you know give him some time off maybe a couple of weeks just, just just to be careful with all this. This feels like one of those. If this were the regular season, they'd absolutely take a cautious approach. But if if they come to a do or die game seven situation, they're going to try and do whatever it takes for him to get out there.
1: So uh, my P or my MD from the Internet says recovery time from mild to moderate. Such a hyperextension is two to four weeks. And that's for normal humans. Yeah. So, McKenzie, what are you seeing regarding Giannis' uh, – I mean, is there any sense of the comeback uh, – his return time?
2: Dr. David Chow on Pro Football Doc said uh, he would be shocked if he came back even for the finals, even for the next round. And if you look at the title odds – it, it really doesn't seem like he's going to come back this playoffs. Because of what? Dr. David Chow? I mean, that's that's one person's opinion, you know, someone with a well, more doctor what, experience what's the than title, me. But. How have the title odds adjusted? So this morning, the Bucks were plus 350 consensus. As of right now, they're plus 350 consensus. The odds have not changed since the supposedly good news about Giannis.
1: Okay. Well, one thing we know for sure is, I mean, the the change would be them shortening the odds. Worse for the player. So we shouldn't, like, sneer and say there hasn't been a change, right? So the change would be worse for the player, correct? Correct. So what were the odds before the injury? Was it right around even money for Milwaukee?
2: Yeah, yesterday they were minus 115 to win the title. All right, so what you're saying is they were about
1: 50% yesterday, Milwaukee, to win the title. And now because of this injury... They're, let's think, 350 uh, divided by 450. What's her imputed on that there? That's going to be what, about se- uh, about 25%?
2: Yeah, about 25% if you take out the VIG, yeah.
1: All right, so what we're saying is their odds got cut in half. Milwaukee was about 50% to win it. Now they're 25% to win it. Uh, what would their odds be if they didn't have Giannis? The, like if he was announced out for the playoffs how that hmm. Milwaukee team would be underdogs. Remember now, and let's look at this Milwaukee versus Atlanta series price. So when you have a home team tied 2-2, three games left, that home team is going to be about minus 160 or 70 in the pandemic era. I'm going to say if these teams are even, Atlanta and Milwaukee, all the givens of Trey Young and his injury, Yarnes, if they're even – it would be about minus 170. So what do we got on Milwaukee? Milwaukee would be favored. What do we got? The Milwaukee Bucks are only a minus 120 favorite to win the series. Okay. So you know what this tells me, Jonas? Think about this. Game five is saying these are even teams pretty much, right? Because of the line Milwaukee favored by two. Yeah. Okay. The fact that the line for the series is worse than Milwaukee being even, it's assuming Atlanta's better. That means in Game 6 and 7, they think Atlanta is going to be better. Well, why would they be better in Game 6 and 7 and not Game 5? It's Trey Young getting healthier and healthier. So what they're saying is that Giannis is out for the rest of the, These odds are saying Giannis is out for this series. Because even if Giannis came back for Game 7, I would bet the heck out of Milwaukee. Because I'd have a coin flip game here, uh, a coin flip game in Atlanta without Giannis. And then what would happen? You'd go home for game seven, in theory, with Giannis and be what? Favored by eight, seven points? What was uh, game two, what was Milwaukee favored by? Eight points. All right. So maybe make it seven and a half or seven because Giannis wouldn't be 100%. So if I can get uh, two coin flips and favored by seven, I'm laying the 120. So this is saying... Milwaukee won't be favored by seven in game seven because Giannis won't be back. And as Trey Young gets healthier, they become the better team.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's
1: me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? In the playoffs, Giannis leads Milwaukee in field goals made, but not attempts. That's even better. Free throws made, free throws attempted, offensive rebounds. He's got 10, no other play, or that leads Milwaukee. Defensive rebounds, he leads. Total rebounds, makes sense, he leads. Steals, blocks, points. So just pretty much everything, rebounding, rebounding. Shooting points, blocks, steals, not turnovers though. So this is the guy, and it's it's as much of a not a one man team as much as he's clearly the best player. And as we've dug into the numbers during the break, Jonas, the numbers say that they think Giannis has a hell of a chance to come back if they make the finals. Because what we figured out was last segment was they don't expect Giannis back in the Eastern Conference Finals based upon the odds, the way that we laid it out. But if Atlanta has almost a 50-50 chance to make it, and Atlanta's the slightly better team because they don't have home court, but they're almost 50-50, then Milwaukee without Giannis, then that means Atlanta's title odds should be the same, if not better. Right? Yeah. Because because they have a 50-50 chance to get to the finals, and they're the better team if Giannis is out. Atlanta's plus 550, Milwaukee's plus 350. So what that's saying is Giannis very unlikely to play any games in the Eastern Conference Finals, but very likely to play if they make the finals, at least some of the games. Fox
0: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.